Hey, I heard you had a show coming up. Yeah, this weekend you coming? Dude, I will be there. Nice. So you got your tickets? Oh, not yet. I'm gonna get them tomorrow, though. The show's sold out. Don't worry. I, I got you on the guest list. Oh man, you're the best. Can I get a plus one? Uh, don't push your luck. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of On the Guest List with Box Trot and the Get Down and White Sox State. With you from the band is Colin. Also, for the first time on New Pod, we have the Lord, Mr. Roast Malone, Eric Burke. Eric, how are we doing today, buddy? I'm happy to be with you, gentlemen. I'm happy to have you back, dude. It's been too long. We also have with us the motherfucking man, Cowboy Dave. Dave, how are we today, buddy? <laughs> Dave's Cowboy doing Dave. great today. Dave was... <laughs> It was banged up a little bit yesterday, um, but Dave is doing good today. And right off the bat, Dave is being a douchebag and referring to himself in the third person. No, no, um, you have to do it for the whole episode now. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to do that. Oh. My, but, yeah, my brain was broken yesterday. I, like, it was the worst hangover I have had in forever. And to top it off, what? the mm. fucking puppy had the shits all morning. <laughs> so, oh. like, instead, I couldn't just lay around all day like I wanted. I was taking them out every 10 minutes, and every time the snow would hit my eyeballs, like, it would just blind me, and my brain would start, like, pulsating. It was awful. Bro, awful. welcome to the rock star lifestyle. You're really indulging quite heavily into it as well. First off, you t- you talked about being on the road last week. Eric, is there anything worse than being hungover while you're on tour? Uh, yeah, having diarrhea every 10 minutes <laughs> while you're on tour. I mean, if it was me, I wouldn't have even really given a shit. No pun intended. Like, I wish it was yeah. me who had the diarrhea. I was the one cleaning up diarrhea all over my fucking floor all morning. Yo, episode four is off to a great fucking start. Yeah. I love this, man. Uh, yeah, so Dave's hungover. We got Eric back in the building. I'm here. We have an amazing interview today, a great guest. We have musician, songwriter, guitarist Shane Hall on the podcast today. Shane's an amazing guy. It's a super long interview, and we actually have a performance from Shane as well. Uh, he's doing his version of Under My Voodoo uh, by Sublime from the House That Bradley Built album which is a compilation album of a bunch of different artists doing sublime songs and it all goes to charity it's an awesome record dave mentioned it last week on his blog on barstool and shane's people reached out amazing interview we also have our pick of the week this week uh from the orphan the poet we have a song called the moxie that's now hitting alternative radio across the country cool interview it's a little bit at the end of the uh at the end of the podcast but we have a lot to get into this week obviously Dave, we're going to start off. We have to talk about your guitar playing because we've pitched this to everybody. Talking I know, about, I know. Oh, Dave's learned, Dave's learned how to be a rock star. Dave, your training starts now. No more excuses. You are there are no be- more excuses. I mean, excuses to me are like, all right, I actually had shit going on for like yeah. three weeks. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to call that an excuse, but I wasn't going to be lugging a guitar to and from like New York City and Detroit and all that. And if I did, I would have gotten fucking yeah, roasted. Fuck. By you would have got roasted, dude. Imagine um, you walking into I, for surviving bar stool. Oh, Imagine yeah, you they, walking they into surviving bar stool with a cowboy hat and a guitar. <laughs> it, well, it would have worked if it was an acoustic. Maybe. Fact. That would have been like better, honestly. Yeah, it really would have. It would. It would have played into the character all that much more. But then they see me like yeah. fucking around, can't play a single song well. <laughs> um, yeah. But whatever. This last like five days, there are no excuses. So I'm not even going to try to come up with one, but training starts now. Training starts now. On the path to the superstardom, still. Goddamn right. And, I mean, we talk with Shane a lot about it, but Dave's going to learn the lingo, too. We need to go into playing the guitar, but also me and Shane have a long conversation at the end of the podcast about pickups and P90s and different guitars. And It was so funny. It was like like, you guys are speaking like a foreign language to me at that point, and we weren't even really doing the podcast at that point, but I just said, like, keep it playing. Yeah. And listening to you guys just nerd out about music and, and guitar playing in general, because 
Like I like I have no idea what a P90 is. You know what I think of when I hear P90? What like an air P90X? Uh, no, I was thinking of like a, a, a RC P90 from Goldeneye in like the mid '90s. Oh, and Throw it back. So, Let's go. Nice. So not exactly a guitar, more a uh, assault rifle that can you know <laughs> yeah. slice your fucking head off. So oh, yeah. well, that's not what we were talking about. But we're gonna no. get into that. I brought Eric on today. Because I love him, but more than anything, Eric is going to be one of the main senseis teaching you what to do while becoming a rock star. Eric is going to be our guitar specialist. Eric, what do you what do you want to do to him first? Like, what do, what do you, how do we really want to break him in and like teach him how to play the guitar? Well, first you have to understand exactly what it really takes, which isn't some like monumental, insurmountable task. You just have to. You have to know exactly what the mental approach should be. Fact. Mm-hmm. Which is just you're a baseball guy, obviously, dude. Repetition. 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 repetition right. Muscle memory. Like yep. field a thousand ground balls, like play G chord a thousand times. Like you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. It's not hard. It's just a matter of adapting your body to do it. Fact. And you and m- mindset, but more than anything. It's also going to be learning how to play it in front of people, which is way more of a fun thing. Yo, Eric's yeah, third that's... show ever was in front of 10,000 people. Yeah, it was a lot of people. So I want to try and get you on your first show in front of that many people. And I want to see, I'm, I'm going to make that happen. But more than anything, the training fucking starts now. Everybody, we're going to be posting weekly updates on Dave learning how to play the guitar. So those will be out there as well. Get, just sign up because it's going to be a bumpy ride and it's going to be fucking amazing and I can't wait. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, one thing, like I like to start every episode with like a little bit of setting the stage as to what we're going to talk about on this episode. We talk a lot in both of the interviews on today about genre and about as musicians, people either assuming what genre of music you're in or trying to box you in and why that really doesn't fucking matter anymore. And I mean, Shane Hall said it best too. Shane's like, I just do what I do and people call it what they want to call it. Dave kind of had an epiphany within the interview that he was like, holy shit, I've been doing this. And all these musicians yeah, are talking true. about how much they fucking hate it. It's true. Um, like, we, we've talked about Eric Lindell a bunch on this podcast. And mm-hmm. we still got to get him on the show. And we're a little bit closer to doing so. A little bit closer. But, um, like, I always just considered him like a blues guitarist from Louisiana. Like, southern, southern blues music. And that's not really fair to him after listening to the Shane Hall interview. Yeah. Um, like Sublime's not a reggae band. They they do much more than that. They got metal. Rock. Yeah. Um, but like for instance, Under My Voodoo, that's like that is not a reggae song at all. If you if you listen to the original uh by Sublime, it's like it's like a mid nineties, like grungy ass rock song. Yeah, it's almost fucking metal. A lot of those guitars. It almost tracks. is, yeah. Well, so like the one thing we talk about in this podcast a lot too is the fact that genre is kind of an outdated idea. It really was mm-hmm. like you get segmented into a different genre, especially back in the day, to sell records to certain audiences or to pitch it to radio in a certain capacity. Nowadays, everybody's listened to everything and everything's becoming so much less homogenized and everybody's doing a little bit of everything. And when I listen to a lot of artists today, like we were just listening to Future and Young Thug before this. Yeah. What do you even call that? It's, it's hip-hop, but it's got so many different fucking aspects to it as well. I'm more interested in... I mean, the, it's definitely hip-hop. It's hip-hop, yeah. but I'm saying there's a lot of different like hip-hop has yeah. a bunch of different segments within it now yeah that's People like are, the broad yeah. scope of it exactly and so we were even talking about gary clark jr later in the episode we talk about mm-hmm. people always call him a blues musician gary clark does a lot of shit some of his stuff is a little bit grungier some of it's a little more soulful some of it's a little more princey some of it's straight blues but everybody's got a little bit of everything and i think like if we can bring yeah. attention to the fact it's like if, if foster the people has a great song called call it what you want because when they were coming up, they were always try- people were trying to categorize what they did all the time, 
And he just basically said, call it what you want. There's no fucking label to this. And I always say, like, we always got called Southern Rock in the beginning. Are we a Southern Rock band? I can't see that. No, I know you're not asking me, but I really can't see that from. We're not a Southern Rock I've listened to you guys a pretty decent nah. amount in the last year or so. Well, and I think yeah. Southern Rock, I think Skinner. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, there's like Skinner, Allman Brothers. Like yeah. But it was, once again, when we were coming up, people were trying to be like, this is Fox trying to get that. How do we pitch this to people? They are a Southern bluesy rock band. It's like, dude, we're from Northeast Philly. We have no Southern anything. Well, yeah, and it's like, why are you even doing that to begin with? Because the internet has kind of abolished those boundaries yeah there's it's more the internet age bro which is crazy because it's it's only for the fact of like mass like like spread yeah Yeah. my brain is going it's okay dude we call him roast malone because he loves to smoke yeah yeah. (laughs) so but no it's it's always been a thing where it's easier to slot artists and then put them in different places by what genre of music that they're in and i look like we're a rock band but like we have a lot of different things that we do and dave as you discover who you are as a musician you're going to discover like what you fall into and we'll get into that but i just thought like that's a good way to set the stage because we talked to both shane hall and the orphan the poet about this later in the episode so Mm. that's where we're going we're getting back into dave's training we got two great interviews today let's get into segments uh our first segment every week we do on the list off the list uh i'll start then dave then eric uh, my on the list, and I thought this was a good one to start. So this is kind of counterintuitive, but my on the list this week is internet trolls. I'm putting them on my fucking list because, ladies and gentlemen, we have our first fucking trolls on the podcast. Let's go. It only took 75 fucking episodes, and we got trolls online. Dave, I sent it to you, and I said, I kind of love it. I kind of do. Hey, I mean, if people are going out of their way to hate you, that means that you have some sort of audience. Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, that's my thing. I, I don't. It, it means somebody's listening. They they took time out of their day to tell me that I suck. I'm totally fucking cool with that, Dave. You say all the time. You have people who give you shit, uh, like on barstool, oh, like sections of Twitter all the time. You got haters every single day, and I'd be li- like, this is all right for me. This is like the cocky asshole side of me. You can literally make fun of anything about me. The me being <laughs> fat, even though I'm not that fat. I'm like kind of fat, but I don't give a shit. Uh, you can make fun of me like being ugly. You can make fun of my family. You could make fun of fucking anything. But the moment I hear you call me or say that you don't know shit about baseball, I want to fucking oh, blow a gasket. Square up on I that. I want to blow a gasket. And I get that a lot. And it's like, I could run fucking laps around you right now when it comes to baseball. I might not be able to run laps around you in physically. any other way well and physically i could too i'm a marathoner don't forget that dude i watched the video of you guys at northwestern you you fucking you oh that that was actually when i was very out of shape but now i'm like actually not in horrible shape at least cardio wise but but like the troll like here's the funny thing about parcel is if you ever read the comment section on any single blog it's just people ripping into you oh yeah but the second that an outsider does that those same people go fucking crazy on those on the outsiders and defend well, it, us to the death it's so, the it's, like it's a, the old school know, thing of like all right i can make fun of my little brother but if you make fun of my exactly little brother like i'll that. fuck exactly you up like that it's funny though because i was gonna say you can say whatever you want about our music or our, or our fucking podcast but the second you come with my personality or my looks i'm gonna fuck you up like it was exactly the, the opposite, opposite. <laughs> look the fact of the matter is we've been making music for like six, seven years now, and I never care if anybody says anything. I don't give a shit. It's, it, look, we have a very finite amount of time on this earth, and if you want to take time out of your day to tell me that I suck, you probably just have a shitty life. Let's it's just true. put it that way. It's true. 
But well, the, the problem same, is that that takes two seconds. No, but I mean, you still have to <laughs> listen to what I said. I know that. Yeah, like the yeah. T- but still, you type the comment. You the problem the- is that there's no, you can say whatever the fuck you want online. Yeah. Which both devalues it. In the room, writing over a Zoom, writing over a phone call. It really, it's kind of a mixed bag. And I'm, I'm actually really happy about that. So this song was anything and everything in between, you know, we were oh, totally, in, yeah, there was one the day room. I was over at your house, one day you were over at my house. And then we also wrote the song with our friend, Matt Squire. So we were on zoom with him a lot. I was right. going to ask you guys that. Cause I know you guys write with a lot of people, which I appreciate. I'm somebody, yeah. I, I write in Nashville. I write for other people and I, I love the collaborative process. So you wrote this song with Matt Squire. You guys have worked with him before, right? Yeah. That's we've like, written yeah. two, two of our songs with him now. Yeah. Well, Matt's, pro- Matt's a homie. What's the process like going through? Because I've done Zoom writes, but I haven't recorded something that I wrote with somebody to the point where it was like, was he Zoomed in when you guys were recording? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, so a few things. Um, Matt Squire, um, cheers to him. He is the one who I think, I mean, at least for me, and I think, I think Jake's the same way, who kind of like made it in our, I put it in our minds that it was okay to write over Zoom because as soon as everything started shut, uh, shutting down, we had a, I think we had just like you know, an in-person normal session. We were supposed to go out to his studio and spend some time with him. Um, but then of course everything shut down and he's like, that's cool guys, let's just Zoom. And I'm just, you know, typically me, yeah. I, would, I would be like, eh, I don't, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It just feels weird. But for one reason or another, we kept the session and, you know, Jake, like you can speak to this too. It's just like, oh, this is okay. This, this feels cool. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't feel any, it, it, it was not a hiccup working with Matt over that. And I think that's what really set us up to be okay and keep, and keep being productive, you know? Oh, totally. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I think through, because that happened so early on in the pandemic life, it's just made Matt like a constant collaborator in mm. our band. And, you know, even though we released two songs over the pandemic that we've written with him, there's so much more. It feels like I'm, we're texting him in a group chat probably every day. So I love that feeling, yeah. though, when it feels like someone who's not in the band is still a part of the band in a way, or at least a part of like that creative hive where you're bouncing ideas back and forth. Totally. Definitely. And yeah. it is for us, like we have members of the band who are, are more at risk or, or just like trying to maintain more of that bubble lifestyle, like still at yeah. this point, which you have to respect because that's absolutely, important. yeah. And the, you can't tell anybody what's right or wrong in the scenario. You got to mm-hmm. do what's best for you and your family. But totally. I think for us, I know we've found a situation where we've learned during quarantine the process of passing files back and forth and building demos before we go in the studio like that. And we're still getting in the studio. I mean, we're lucky mm-hmm. enough that we have an amazing studio here in Philadelphia that we just destroy on a regular basis. Oh, very cool. I, I will say like, I'm, I'm excited the direction you guys are going in. And I always, I always like what you do, but this had a little more of an edge to it. when you were cutting the song. Were you like, this is a little more rock and roll right now. I like this. I think I want to say that was deliberate to a, to a point. I think like, you know, before we ever played a note or wrote a lyric, I think, I know there was at least one session where it was me, Jake and Matt. And we were just on a call, just talking about songs or vibes or anything like that. So I, I, I definitely think we were like aiming in this direction of like a little more edge or a yeah. little more something, energy, whatever word you want to put to it. Yeah. So I, I like, I definitely think we were like, we were throwing darts at a, at a map that was kind of of that for a bit. You know what I mean? Um, I even just that- like, I apologize. I feel oh, no, that like 150% because right now, like we had this moment, this is like four months ago. I went to Nashville to write, but right before I did, 
we w- had this session where I had you ever seen Dewey Cox the Walk Hard? You oh yeah, yeah. I, I had my army of didgeridoos and like a goat in the studio moment where we were cutting this song where we had like th- like a whole army of background vocalists and we had like fucking wild arrangements and like we had, we probably had like 35 40 tracks on this song and yeah we didn't have vocals or guitars on it yet and i was like <laughs> what the fuck am i doing and i think I, I kind of when i pick people's brains about this what i did was i stripped it all away and i said let's cut the bullshit let's make a nice record where we're just fucking shit up let's go hives let's go early 2000s fucking oh, i love it but for you guys, have you had any moments in this scenario where, like, you had too much creative freedom because of the time that we're allowed? Like, has your mind drifted Ooh. off and you got, like, gone too far into the deep end during quarantine? That's a, that's a really good question. Thank you. I, I, appreciate feel, it. <laughs> I feel like for the most part, we always, whether imposed by someone else or self-imposed, we have, like, kind of a deadline lifestyle. So we're always mm. constantly, like, working up until the last minute that we know we have to send something off. And even with this song specifically, I know there was, like, some of the last days of, okay, we got to send it off the mix by this day. So it was David and I just in the studio, like, what if we do this? What if we do that? What if we do that? And some of those things ended up just like, I think being those little extra things that make the song for me. No, no it's, a fuck, it, it's an awesome fucking song. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. Uh, last but not least, can we talk about mouth base? Cause I keep seeing that word pass around. What the fuck is mouth base? Mouth base, man. Mouth base. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm trying to think, Jake, I sent you an idea, I think, Jake, where I was, yeah. literally, you know, it was, you know, phone voice memo recording. And I do a lot of these I do when I'm in the car driving, which Me I'm too. not sure. So, you know, you're driving, and you're just I, the best ideas come then, right? And Always. so I'm like, you know, and I'm like, you know, Jake, what if the bass is something like, you know, I'm literally just singing do to do to do. And I mean, you can literally hear. I mean, a, a better well, now that version I'm, of what now I did. Now that I'm thinking about it, I can hear it. when I when yeah. it's, it's towards the back half of the song, right? Like, yeah. I can hear, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was wondering what that was. That's fucking yeah. sweet. Well, I that was – I like that, too, because, like, that was – like, the first thing you sent us or sent me was, like, the doom, da, doom, doom, doom. And that's pretty much that, – that riff is pretty much the whole song. So when mm. it got to the bridge part of it, we knew we didn't want to stray too far into something new, but – just bringing back the OG, bro. It's a better version of the voice face. memo, but that could but go it, so far yeah. as you could just wind up sounding like corn, like just wind up making some All right, that's, that's the next song. Uh, that's hilarious. Oh, last thing here, I saw you guys have been sending out radio mailers, which I'm a huge fucking fan of. The boxes and and you flip the top. Oh yeah, million times <laughs> and. Uh, I just want to say, did you did you know we did that, or was that just a common thing that we both? Oh, had? I didn't know you did that at all, bro. Yeah. The person like minds, man. everything, bro. The like minds, yeah. everything, and especially like when we talked to Ted Stryker, and we brought you guys up in that interview as well. Oh, very cool. Bless Radio you. is a situation where we're fucking, you know, it's a place where you can make personal contact. It, it's Definitely. a place where you can still reach out and make a connection. Spotify's a little more rigid and they're, they're still in that phase where it, it, there's more process with radio. You could reach out to people and literally hand them something and be like, Hey, thank you for supporting in the past. Here's a box full of shit. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think a lot of it, well, I'm a big fan of like, I follow a lot of influencers. So I'm always seeing like everyone getting the Kylie Jenner new lip pack oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's where the idea came from on our end, but mostly it was just a way for us to send to our friends, like in mm-hmm. in radio being a big part of that because we've had such support in radio in the past, but beyond that, sending it to like the guys in the score or like Kenny, we sent him some stuff. So it was just like, yeah. Hey, like we wanted to do something kind of ahead of 
ahead of the song to kind of build up and also just say thank you to everyone that's been helping us. And like people love getting shit in the mail. Oh, like, I mean, man. like junk mail aside, it's like if you get a package from like, and it's a surprise, you're you'll like, never oh, forget God. that. Yeah. yeah. Right. I remember we did uh, Monster. It's a song of ours that came out in October. It was right before Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Before, Definitely. Before Halloween. So our boxes were uh, like orange, like orange tissue paper. And then like, you opened it, there was a shirt, and then there was a card, like a fucking greeting card. It was a oh, that's greeting great greeting card, but it was one of those greeting cards. You can record this, you can record 30 seconds of a song onto the greeting card. <laughs> oh, so that's when you so opened smart. it, I was like, oh, that's I am genius. the smartest fucking man alive. I'm a marketing <laughs> <it>. genius. That's <laughs> have everyone send their box back, David. We're sending it. Yeah, seriously. Well, ladies oh and gentlemen, God, that's genius. I want to get into the song. This is how we're going to end our episode today. Gentlemen, I can't thank you enough for being on. Everybody go stream the Moxie, stream all the other shit from the Orphan the Poet. Gentlemen, anything else you want to say? I don't know. Stream the Moxie. <laughs> stream the stream Moxie. The Moxie. <laughs> all awesome. right, boys. Two step, mama leg, fever shake. I'm like a juiced up, tired away every day. Crash my car just to the cars I seen. I'm gonna flip my split like I'm Steve McQueen. Soak my shoes in gasoline. I got these motel moves from a magazine. Two step, mama leg, fever shake. I'm like a juiced up tidal every day. Juiced up, tired of wet every day. I got it.